Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, the latest in James Bond movies. Wait a minute. That was not what I was expecting for the trailer for this movie to be. <laughs> a movie not that has absolutely nothing to do with James Bond in the slightest. That's not true. There are diamonds and thieves. Yeah, but that's like one James Bond movie. That's like... All of the 60s ones at some point have diamonds and something gets stolen. Well, they do say diamonds are forever. Mm-hmm. But you know what's not forever? Dunstan checks in! Dunstan checks in! Y'all forgot about this movie, didn't you? From 1996. <laughs> we didn't. We did mm. not forget this movie. Ah, uh, babe, I'm a little thirsty. Are you now? I was almost confused that was going to be a spy thriller. Bom, bom, boom, bom, bom, boom. We have, to quench your thirst, we have Anagrin Brewing Company, Valkyrie German Style Amber, 6.2% alcohol by volume, hot damn, pairs well with grilled red meats, barbecue, bratwurst, and glassware. Oh, the glassware is (laughs) 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 Just sorry, just don't read the yeah, just pair it with a little bit of broken glassware and just swish it around. Make it doesn't a nice say little... broken glassware, it just says it pairs well with oh. glassware. Oh, yeah, good point. But I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. I like my dooping. <laughs> wait, wait, do it again. I like my dooping. <laughs> That's going to be some piece of ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, on everything I learned from movies, merch. And the pork. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful amber color. This is a very pretty beer. Yeah. It's got a nice malty aroma, light tan, kind of khaki colored head. Steve's going in for the sip. He looks confused. Well, yeah. Possibly aroused. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically a Meritson. Mmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, it's a Meritson. Yeah, that makes sense. Yay! German style amber air e- yeah, ale malt. equals Merzen. We should have known that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, malt forward, uh, a little bit of like the noble hop kind of, yeah. a little bit of dankiness, but yeah, it's mostly just No, not dankiness. No, yeah, it's but, a little earthiness. Earthy, maybe. earthy. Yeah, there we are. The earthy. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I like this. Mm. Where, where is this Ennegrin Brewing Company from? Are they actually German? Unclear. Let's see. Oh, here we are. Ventura County, California. 
Oh, so it's uh, InBev. Yeah, probably. This is considered an alt beer. It's like Alaskan. Or, yeah, Alaskan. Yeah, that means they use a, use a wild yeast. Nice. Speaking of wild yeast. Oh, yeah. April continues. April! Oh, uh, Dunstan checks in. <sighs> oh, yeah. You know what? Who's in this movie, Steve? Well... Jason Alexander is in this fucking movie. I'll watch anything with Jason Alexander. That is a anything. fact. Except and Seinfeld. No, no I've seen like every <laughs> Seinfeld. It's fine. What it's else has he been in, is he? What else has he been in, Steve? <laughs> Duckman. Blinkman. Yeah. So, like all of Steve's favorite movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is he in Pootie Tang? <laughs> you know what? He's not, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, probably around the time he was wrapping up Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, he was busy. Yeah, he he had the fuck me money at that point, so <laughs> he's like, I don't need to do shit. Busy doing uh, country music videos. Oh yeah, he's that's in right. Celebrity yeah, video. You, sh- you showed me that one. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. He's Jason Alexander all over the place. Yeah, he's it's Dirk Bentley. Look it up, guys. <laughs> uh, also starring Faye Dunaway. <gasps> Who's she, Steve? Uh, Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> I think she's Bonnie? <laughs> oh, Don Juan DeMarco? Is he stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of Faye Dunaway, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but Rupert Everett's in this? Uh, <laughs> and Paul Rubens. Yeah! Oh, we know Paul Rubens! Oh, everyone knows Paul Rubens! <laughs> <laughs> Who's he, is he? <laughs> He had a bike stolen in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the 80s. God, was it that long ago? When is Pee-wee's Big Adventure? I want to say it's like 87 or something. See, I feel like it's like 93, but we will see. You're probably I th- I right. I want to say 87 and the sequel was like 90. And 1985. Oh, Damn. shit. Pee-wee's an old man. <laughs> yes, but in a child's mind? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> And from director Ken Quappas. Who's he, Steve? He directed Follow That Bird, the Big Bird movie. Yeah. Uh, he was also did like Larry Sanders show, uh, this Beautician and the Beast. Fuck yeah. A bunch of 19 episodes of Malcolm in the Middle, mm-hmm. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, mm-hmm. 11 episodes of The Bernie Mac Show, mm-hmm. 13 episodes of The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a season of that uh, Netflix show, Santa Clarita Diet. So I'm hearing everything he touches turns to gold. Pretty much. Except this. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know what? Spoiler alert. Spoiler! Spoilers! <laughs> Spoiling our own podcast. Uh, but yeah, okay. So babe, how's the movie start out? Do you remember? People are checking into a hotel and their kids having a covert operation. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, this is set at the, uh, the Hotel Majestic. Not and, to be confused with the majestic. And there's apparently child terrorists looking to do something yeah, at the hotel. They're in the vents. <laughs> uh, they're basically setting up so like the fountain will stop working, and then I don't know a bellboy or whatever checks out, and then gets blasted oh, it's in the, the face. The like front end manager, they have it out for him. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, that goes to shenanigans as they end up spraying a lady. Uh, one of those fancy ladies, and then she's an opera singer. She's doing her she's doing her practices as she walks in. Oh, there's a lady out here who weighs a thousand pounds. <laughs> That's scientifically impossible. Keep your eye on the prize. <laughs> and there is also um, fuck, I forget his name. The guy from Demolition Man and uh, Beetlejuice. I know his real name is Glenn Shaddix, but Malto or whatever in Demolition Man. The you know the guy, right? Yes, Glenn Shaddix plays Lionel Spaulding. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, his name in this movie is Lionel Spaulding. But, yeah, super fancy guy. He's got, like, a little... It's a little chihuahua, like a little... No, it's like a Karen Terrier. Whatever. It's a dog. It is. It's a dog who's technically a cat. Do you remember what the dog's name is? Oh, uh, Neil, after Neil Armstrong. He was the first man on the moon. That's very interesting. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. That got old quick. (laughs) Anyway, Neil is very particular. Neil needs oh. a good view, but he and he prefers to be on a higher floor. Oh, he yeah. needs full access to the buffet at all times. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Any dog that's under 25 pounds is a cat, and cats are useless. <laughs> all right, Ron Swanson. 
Uh, but then after the shenanigans where they get sprayed with water and then all jump in the fountain and can't seem to stand up for whatever reason, eh, it's it's one of those things. Well, because he's looking for Neil. Neil went flying. <laughs> oh, Neil, where'd you go? Are you in there? Are you under this giant it? It woman some- drowning? It was something like they shot the fountain off, it hit him in the back of the head, he flung Neil across the room, Neil <laughs> lands on the opera singer who falls back. She gets a dog in the face and falls backwards into the fountain and then is, like, floundering around because she's caught off guard because she caught a dog with her face. To be fair, Steve, if you caught a dog with your face in the middle of, like, the Ritz-Carlton, would you be losing your shit? Yeah, I probably would be. Yeah, yeah, And then he falls over into the fountain and then he's, like, trying to part the waters looking for Neil, who's obviously already run off. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a smart cat and doesn't like water. Uh- <laughs> But then, of course, the general manager pops up, and it's Jason Alexander with hair. Woo! <laughs> but yeah, and one of the security guys basically says, "Your kids are at it again." It's like, ah, oh, goddammit! So he uh, basically goes, finds the kids like trying to escape or whatever, get, mm-hmm. they, like get away on like rollerblades or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, you guys are grounded. Go up to your room." And it's like, wait. The general manager and his kids are living at the Five Star Hotel. Yeah. And have been for some time. That's usually not how it's done. Just my... Steve, how many... You work in the hotel industry. I do. A hotel that won't be disclosed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how many of you, your managers have lived in the general manager? Uh, usually for like a week or so, so they can get acquainted and find an apartment, maybe. But it is like all of them, right? No, well, not like their whole family. So it's not like them and their pets. Let's just say and... if they were living there in uh, what it looks like to be a at least two bedroom apartment with a kitchen, uh, um, which they don't the use, floor. we find out later. Yeah, they yeah. get apparently free room service. That's a that's a lot of lost revenue. That's all that is. Steve, would you eat at a five star hotel every night if you could? If I could, I mean, it'd be cool. Actually, you know what? I ain't got time for that, because that shit takes forever. It takes forever. (laughs) Forever. That's what room service is for. (laughs) Bring me a sandwich at your convenience. (laughs) That'll be one to three hours, sir. All right. I'm just going to watch a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you knock first. (laughs) Always, sir. Always. (laughs) Don't forget last time. (laughs) Hell, there'll be a green light going off in the hall when we're on our way up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, green light! It'll give you plenty of time to finish and wipe up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch the couch! I wouldn't dream of it, sir. (laughs) Not if your life depended on it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, here's your tip. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. <laughs> and just for future reference, we don't accept coinage as tips anymore. Ah! <laughs> <Bing>! <laughs> this is exactly why we have this rule. This is going. I'm gonna go ahead and charge it to your credit card. <laughs> Good luck. I'll talk to the general manager. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> you are the general manager. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So back in Dunson Jackson. Dunson Jackson. <laughs> the kids are flapping it. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the kids uh, are granted to the room so they can just thwap all day long. But they have um, all of their toys and video games and computers and, like, fucking everything. This is no grounding. This is like, hey, go play in your room time. Yeah. When you ground a kid, you, like, pack all their shit up and send it to Istanbul, right? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I think it's Constantinople at this time. <laughs> yeah, this was the 90s. But yeah, another person then checks in, uh, Rupert Everett playing Lord Rutledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a very large suitcase when he comes in to the hotel because you know he's a well-traveled man. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the youngest one is down there cleaning up or something. Why is the youngest one down in the lobby again? I don't know. Thwapping. Yeah, just thwapping it in the main <laughs> the main lobby. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's intrigued by the suitcase. He decides to go over and knock on it for some reason. Their Rutledge is honestly just checking in yeah and the kid's just fucking with the thing and he comes over like what are you doing don't touch my luggage and well like, so yeah. the kid knocks on it and then the, the suitcase knocks back and then lord rutledge whacks the try attempts to whack the kid's hand with his cane <laughs> yeah that's right which honestly he should at this point yeah and we 
get the we get the sense that Lord Rutledge is kind of a prick, but whatever. He's also paying a lot of money to stay at the Majestic. Yeah, and to not have fucking urchin children checking out his luggage. Yeah, what would you do if you were checking into a hotel and a kid walked up and started fucking with your bag? Dropkick? Yeah! Lord Rutledge is not in the wrong here. Does this mean I'm old when I'm agreeing with the adults in Disney movies? Yeah, right. Show him what the five fingers said to the face. <laughs> Slap! Where's your owner? <laughs> Excuse me, I thought there were no loose pets allowed in the lobby. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to be an old cunt, Steve. A young cunt You're now. halfway there, babe. <laughs> I'm just a young cunt now, but I'm waiting to be an old one. Uh, we follow Lord L- Rutledge to his room, and uh, that's when the suitcase opens and reveals, oh, there's an orangutan in there! <laughs> we find out that he- Lord Rutledge is a hacker, and mm-hmm. the ape is a jewel thief? Yep. Yep, it's one of those movies, guys. Yeah. Uh, we also then find out he's going to be a reoccurring theme in the next two months, Steve. Yeah, it's true. There's going to be a lot of, <laughs> a lot of vigilante apes going on out there. <laughs> But yeah, we find out uh, Dunstan also smokes. Oh, Dunstan really likes smoking. Yeah, oh well. I but mean... apparently he had told Lord Rutledge he was going to quit. And <laughs> yeah. had a whole argument over it. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie, it's one of my favorite gags in movies when uh, people just talk to animals like they're just other people. <laughs> and they always respond with, well, that's what you said last time. I fucking love it. It's Why like... would you bring that up? <laughs> And I won't lie, I do this at home when I know Steve is listening. I'll have whole conversations with the cat. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally Steve will start listening and questioning his wife's sanity, <laughs> but, you know, it's all out of love. You're just you're just jealous because they meow back at me. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you call that a meow. That's all he's got, Steve. <laughs> That's all he could muster. Oh, Pickle's looking at me weird. It's like I'm speaking his language. <laughs> He's confused why why you're asking for cheese and brownies. <laughs> cheese and zombie powder. What does that mean? <laughs> Morons never grasp the language. <laughs> <laughs> no study. Uh, oh, but then there's a brown alert. What is a brown alert, babe? I have no idea. It's when the the late uh, oh, Faye right. Dunaway comes in. Uh, what's, what's her yes. name? Is it Brown? Hold on. Oh, it's Mrs. Dubrow. This is du- it's a Dubrow alert. Dubrow That's alert? what it is. A Dubrow alert. Ah, Dubrow alert. Okay. The Dubrows are there. Mrs. Dubrow and her husband, Mr. Dubrow. Yes. And there's a rumor around that there is no. A reviewer. Oh, yes. From yes. the company that gives them their five star rating. They're thinking about adding a sixth star. A sixth star. And we may be the first hotel to ever get it. And in fact, if we don't get this mythical sixth star, you're fired. Yeah. Jason Alexander, you're fired. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, Jason Alexander is also realizing uh, this is all taking place in his office, and he looks down, and his son is hiding under his desk, and so he's trying to, like, not draw attention to his own Mr. Rowe notices, and they're having this whole back and forth. And Mr. Dubrow during this whole thing is Steve. He's like... Why is he talking to his crotch? (laughs) And like, well, uh, uh, what's Jason Alexander? Grant, yeah. Yeah. Robert Grant is Jason Alexander. Like, well, Mr. Grant, you just need to make this happen. As they're walking away, the the husband's like, did you know there was a child under your desk? There's a small boy under your desk. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking perfect. Oh, that's right. And she's like, well, to show them you mean business, you need to fire somebody. Uh, what was the name of that chick uh, that checked me in? Consuela. Yes, fire her. So they send, uh, <laughs> send Consuela in, and Jason Alexander's like, all right, I'm going to give you a week paid vacation, but you have to run out of here crying. This is his system because she's never going to remember. She told him to fire. So, yeah, yeah, he can just tell him, like, all right, just don't don't show up for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, ooh, she's going to take a week off during the most important week in this hotel's, like, entire year during their, was it? Oh, diamond yeah, ball. yeah, the, the diamond, diamond ball. ball gala something, yeah. Yeah, all the richest people in town show up in all the finest diamonds at the finest hotel. Yeah. Steve, has that ever happened at a hotel? 
People getting time off during a very important week? Uh, rarely, but... <laughs> That's less believable than a bunch of people showing up to show off their diamonds at a hotel. Yeah, the ape jewel thief is less <laughs> believable. <laughs> more believable. The most part is that a, a key member of staff is getting a week off during an important engagement. <laughs> she must not be very key. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, then we cut back to uh, Dunstan's room where he's watching the ending of Planet of the Apes. Yeah! yeah! You blow- Oh, no, it was past uh, that part. No, no, it was just before that part. That's right. It was where uh, he and uh, the Zira. lady... Yeah, Zira were kissing. I'd like to kiss you, Zira. Oh, but you're just so damn ugly. <laughs> Such a good scene. Love this movie all right, so all right. much. Let's, let's try it the right way now. I'd like to kiss you, Zira. All right, but you're just so damn ugly. Uh, open up. That's right, you thought you seen Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so then it's time for Dunstan to get to work at stealing some jewels. Uh, so he puts on his burglar slash miner outfit. Yeah, well, you know, he's got to keep the lights off to not attract attention, except for he immediately goes in and turns on all the lights. Yeah, there's all the lights, and he's uh, going through this this rich lady's room. Oh, that's right, who the... Um who the Lord has stolen from before, it appears, and or has just fucked in the past. Yeah. They're familiar with each other in the lobby. Yeah, very familiar. Um, and, but yeah, and so you brought this up and I was like, oh, this is a good point. She's out on the town or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, out of her room. Uh, but when Dunstan's going around the room, like, her teeth are in a jar. Yeah. And, like, all every, her wig is still there. Everything. Like, we see her leave all dowdied up. And then, like, all her shit's still there. So, A, how many pairs, how many wigs and how many teeth does she bring on vacation? Apparently enough. And then, B, like, was that not her we saw leaving? Is she, like, comatose in the bathtub? If it was like, oh, yeah, every night at 9 p.m. she pops a couple of volume and takes a nap, yeah. and then they go in? Like, that, I believe. <laughs> well, she does bring a lot of hats, and we know that because mm. we have an ape hat changing montage. Always good. Always good. Say, I do appreciate all the ape behavior in this. Yeah. They do a really good job. There's very, very little puppetry I could pick up. Yeah. There's some ape hand puppets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hands are very uh, Congo-esque, we'll say. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's just a lot of costume jewelry out of that room. Yeah, that is all costume jewelry. <laughs> You're obviously. not fooling me that those are diamonds. Uh, so, oh, yeah, so the little kid, he's out walking uh, the guy's dog. He's rat, out walking cat, Neil. Whatever, Neil. Neil. Yeah. I refer to him as Neil. All right. He's a cute little kid interior. All right, well, Neil is being walked by the little kid uh, just on the roof. Just this is walking. his punishment. Yeah. Like well. out on the dog walk. But then he hears a rustling and sees a giant ape in a minor outfit. Ah, ah it's a monster. Monster. Ah, the dog goes flying off the roof. <laughs> Into a dumpster. Oh, into a dumpster. That's right. Damn it. <laughs> so, like, the kid fishes him out and shows up. The dog still has a banana peel on its head? Like, the kid didn't even think to take the banana yeah. peel off? Also, false. I don't believe that there's any terrier of any type in the world that's not trying to eat that banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a real banana peel. Yeah. Or that's not a real terrier. <laughs> See, Possibly both. <laughs> how many dogs... In general, have you ever met that would not try and eat a banana peel off its own head? Yeah, they have to be really trained, like like canine. Either. You grew up with yeah, pol- like police dogs. Oh. Could they pull that stuff? Oh, off? we've we've set strip stakes on their noses, Aww. and yeah, they yeah they get like a really sad look on their face because they're like, I'm not supposed to eat this. I know that, but it looks so good. <laughs> See, like the blood like dripping down the side. The little tongue <laughs> comes out. Yeah, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> Leave it. Leave it. Okay. <laughs> like, like, no, no, chew first. Oh. <laughs> it's in slow motion. It's all. <laughs> you haven't even finished. Okay. It's the, oh. He'll throw it up and just throw it like a pelican. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so because Neil got all dirtied up, uh, now, they're, now he's double grounded. Yep. Which, okay. Think about the thing you like the most. Okay. You can't do that ever again. No! By the way, this... 
<laughs> By the way, apparently Jason Alexander is so detached from his kids and where his kids are so boring, he can't even figure out what they like. Yeah. Steve, if you were going to double ground me, per se, what, no would, what would be my restrictions? Um, you can no longer think about your next meal. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> Why would you say that? It's so dark. I was trying to be funny. Why don't you just take away my bed and livelihood as well? Should I, should I take away your, your family's good name and holdings? <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta revert back to the funniest thing my sister's ever said to me in my entire life. When I graduated from college, she sent me a message that said, finally the family name is on something other than a collection notice. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. A past due notice. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of family, yeah. we find out Dunstan had a family. He did. Yeah, an older, what, brother? Was it? Yeah. We find older. out later it's a brother, but in the picture it sort of looks like his dad. Yeah, like a Samson. Ten, Samson, ten times as big as he is in the yeah. picture. Yeah. And apparently Rutledge was like a an ape trainer in a, I don't know, circus or something. He's and, dressed like a strong man. Yeah. Which yeah. is weird. And uh, we basically find out Rutledge has, uh, in his cane, he has like... I don't know, some sort of twisted it's fucking a claw? cattle prod. Oh, is that a cattle prod? It's a cattle prod. Okay, because it was like four points. He, he brings out the prawns, and then it... T- t- oh. I never. I don't think I ever saw the shocking thing. Oh, uh, you didn't see the... T- t- yeah, must not have. No, I just yeah, thought it was yeah. like like a like like a eagle talon kind oh. of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a cattle prod. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That makes a lot more sense than what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, no, he's going to castrate him. Yeah, exactly. Just grab one of the nuts. No! <laughs> See, the problem with castration is you can only do it once. Mm, you can do it piece by piece. Yeah, but I mean still, like total castration, only once. Yeah, that's true. So Lord Rutledge threatens to shock Dunstan. So Dunstan runs away and basically moons him out on the uh, oh. balcony and then like escapes into the ductwork of the hotel. Yeah. So now the hotel's infested with apes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so now we cut back to the kid who is uh, going to sleep and has like his nightlight on, and Jason Alexander goes in to wish him good night, and goes to turn off the nightlight, and the kid goes, "No, leave it on." And Jason Alexander's like, "I'm sorry, I'm so hard on you." And it's like, "No, no, no. This is not when you need to be soft. This is when you need to double down and be like, stop being a little shit in my five star hotel. Suck it up, bitch. Lights out. Clink." <laughs> But as Jason Alexander is leaving, the kid goes, Good night, Mom. And as Steve says, That's not Jason Alexander's title. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out, no, he's saying good night to a picture of his mom. And Jason yeah. is like, Oh, do you still say good night to your mom? And the kid's like, Yeah, of course I do. Should I not? By the way, apparently, like, I don't know when mom died, but I get got the. Feeling that the mom died when he was real, real little. Yeah. So mom's been dead for years. So Jason Alexander didn't know that his young son's been saying goodnight to his mother every night, basically his entire life. Apparently not. Do you say goodnight to your mom? Uh, no. Should I? I don't know. She's two states away, so it'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, mom. <laughs> Nicey. <laughs> ah, Beaver. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why. <laughs> do you say goodnight to your dad? Sometimes. <laughs> I do. Sometimes. Aww. Just because he's watching us sleep. <laughs> Steve did place his dad over our marital bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching me make sweet love to my wife. <laughs> yeah, as, as he'd appreciate it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alright, so the kid wakes up in the middle of the night because he has to go pee. And of course he takes his giant fucking Spider-Man plushie with him, too. That Spider-Man plushie looks like it's jerking itself off, right? Yeah. Okay. And it's probably dripping with his urine. Uh, Yeah, uh, this is like (laughs) a very weird scene. Yeah, he hears like noises like Dunstan or whatever and he figures, I'm going to lure him out with the... Oh, no, no, no. Dunstan's pulling on the Spider-Man plushie while the kid's trying to pee. Oh, that's right. He's like in the shower. Yes, no, he's in the true. air vent. There's a giant air vent right next to the toilet. Wait, was that what it was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was that giant air vent because so then the kid like goes back to bed and is like, Dad, there's yeah. a monster in the bathroom. <laughs> there's and then no of course, monster in the bathroom. No, I saw it. I was peeing and he was tugging on me. 
Okay. <laughs> so Jason Alexander's way of getting his son back to sleep is, I'm going to go back to bed. I'll put a movie on for you. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. It's it's an old black and white movie. You should like it. <laughs> it's fucking King Kong. So that's when he's like, all right, I'm going to go get, I'm going to order apparently every piece of fruit from our oh, kitchen yeah. at midnight, place it all over the bathroom and open up the air vent. By the way, the air vents at this hotel open up way too easily. They need to, like, invest in some screws, man. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Steve, you work in a hotel. Can you just remove (laughs) the vent by gently lifting it? No, usually not. (laughs) Usually? Usually engineering is pretty good about keeping that shit bolted down as well as possible. Also, A, could an orangutan fit into your air vents? Oh, our air vents? No. And then B, what would you do if you found out there was an animal living in those air vents? I assume shotguns would be involved. Like, let's pretend something that maybe would fit. Weasels? <laughs> your hotel's full of weasels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're asking <laughs> if it were filled with weasels, what would we do? Uh, well, we would start naming them. Accounting. <laughs> yeah. They would take care of the rat problem, that's for sure. Um, Cute little snuggly ratty muffins. <laughs> Every hotel needs a bunch of we would, uh We would befriend them and... Uh, <laughs> Teach them to fold laundry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Teach them to do uh, tasks. Like, you know, just... Uh, you put little shamwells on their footies and they can yeah. dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really helps with uh, air purity. <laughs> little vermin shamwells. <laughs> you say it in They're a... all named Dusty. <laughs> anyway. If you say it in a cute voice, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> if you say <laughs> little shamwow weasels, it sounds terrifying. So see, see what you guys say is there's weasels in the vent, but they're dusting. But say it in a scary way. There's weasels in the vent, and they're dusting. Steve, there's weasels in the vents, and they're dusting. <laughs> All right, that's a good point. <laughs> there's no weasels at the hotel Majestic. <laughs> No weasels in the vents at your job. Well, I won't say that, but uh, then. Well, they're not in the vents. Well, they're not vents anymore. <laughs> There's no food there. They're all in the break room. That's right. Where was <laughs> Snuggly I? break room vermin. <laughs> so Dunstan, not the weasels, are lured out with uh, various fruit, and then Dunstan slips into a bed mm-hmm. that is also occupied by Jason Alexander. And Jason Alexander does not notice that this is not his son. Yeah. Steve, if I got up in the middle of the night and an ape took my place in our marital bed... How drunk would I have to be to realize it wasn't you? How soon would you fuck that ape? (laughs) I mean, that's a different question I was expecting. Um, You mean, like, how long until, like, penetration? Or... I mean, like, like, how deep would you be in before you realize it wasn't me? I mean, granted, neither of us shave our legs. And neither true. of us has probably showered in a week. Uh, you know what? This is a this is not a good is this, question is this to a answer. Pri- this really, conversation. yeah. This are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. So, would you confuse an ape for a child crawling into bed with you? Probably not. I would hope not. Jason Alexander does make note that his son needs to take a shower in the morning. Yeah, he does smell like an ape. And when he wakes up the next morning and the ape's still there, like, draped over him, I've written down, he definitely morning-wooded that ape. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of interspecies erotica this April. (laughs) I believe that's part of April. Yeah. That's just part of it. All right, who repelled down the the laundry chute? The brother. Oh, that's right. The older brother yeah, did. So, that's so Dunstan, right. Dunstan runs off before Jason Alexander notices. Jason Alexander comments like, when he finds the son, the littlest son asleep on the couch, like, boy, you sure got around last night. Sounds like, oh, my, my cabbages. Yeah, my cabbages. <laughs> and, like, and goes and, by the way, Jason Alexander has no questions why there's bowls of, like, empty bowls filled with little bits of shredded lettuce yeah. all over the bathroom. You had a wild night. Apparently, Jesus. But yeah, so then, uh, yeah, the the little brother tells the big brother, we got to find the monkey that's living in the vents. The big brother's like, you owe me, you got to do all my chores for like two months, and you got to give me all your allowance for like the next year, and I'll repel down the laundry chute. Yep. By the way, you couldn't just go to the laundry room? 
No, apparently not. It's because you have to repel him and then ah, get distracted by an ape over your shoulder and then drop your brother to his death. Oh, well, because the ape had a hold of the rope for part of it. Yeah, it's true. But then the ape let go. Yeah. And the kid wasn't holding on still. No, he wasn't. In fact, he was caught pretty off guard that he didn't have it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah! Randy, no. Splat. Yep. And then young Randy died. Yep. <laughs> no, he lands in the uh, the laundry basket. And probably the most believable line in this, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, Dunstan finishes the job by dropping the little brother down the chute too, and going. That's after out. Lord Rutledge catches them. Was that after he showed L- up? Lord Lord Rutledge shows up, sees the two of them. So Dunstan grabs the youngest kid, and they jump down the chute. Ah, there we go. Uh, not landing on and killing Randy though. Where is Randy at this point? I don't know. Randy just disappears. I don't know. We, he probably exited out the easily accessible door to the laundry room. And then we don't see Randy for like twenty more minutes of this film. Nope. I sort of thought maybe Randy had died and they were covering it up. You know what he was doing? He's a teenage boy. All access cable. All right. Uh, Woo! They, specialist is on. Oh, they do definitely mention that he enjoys hanging out online and talking to supermodels in the front lobby. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, those are his two favorite hobbies. So then we get health spa shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> so there is a, a spa on property. Uh, full service, of course. Of course. Ladies getting massaged up. Uh, and then, of course, an ape gets in there. Oh, because it's the lady they were stealing the diamonds from. Yeah, Lady, lady DeRoche. She's hot and ready to trot. Oh, yeah. she She's already, like, making a pass at, like, the guy Alex or whatever his name was. Like, the blonde, muscular guy who was giving her a massage. Yeah. Uh, but then Dunstan goes to work on that ass and just... Yeah. Throwing I like lotion on. Slap, slap, slap. Oh, booty, booty, yeah. booty. Whopping all around. Yeah. Yeah, I assume she gets off three or four times um easily <laughs> yeah. like, oh, by the way boy. he doesn't walk in on her and the monkey uh no yeah because the monkey like gets out like right as he's coming back in and she's like oh god ravage me uh alex or whatever the fuck his name right. was and he's like uh okay <laughs> uh and then it smash guts to like dunstan like sucking on a plant <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was weird, that, uh, but, yeah. but but then I guess it pans back and shows that it like uh, there's a a greenhouse there at the hotel too. This is my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Uh, so Jason Alexander's in his office and he has two ladies uh, that I guess are in charge of the diamond gala or or some some other thing. They're like looking to set something up. Uh, and in his office, he has a view of the greenhouse. Yeah, uh, but he's in it. They're looking back at him, so they don't see what's going on in the background. But he's there like, ladies, uh, I just want you to know that your event here is our highest priority. They're trying to raise they raise money for a foundation for Tinea Versicolor. It's not, it's a skin oh, disease. It's not deadly, just kind of ugly, but all the good diseases were taken. Oh. So they're, they're approaching him to raise money for their fundraiser, for the ladies' guild or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and if he's just too busy, perhaps they'll go to one of his competitors. Oh, ladies, you don't need to worry about that. We can probably assist with, on the window. You forget the best part. What? He goes and go like, I don't want to talk bad about the competitors, but the one thing I have to say about the Four Seasons is... Holy shit! <laughs> As an ape is slammed up against the door, the window, Jason Alexander reacts appropriately for the first time anyone did in this movie. And then he, the second time, the oldest son was appropriate when he landed in the way. Oh the, yeah, the yeah, okay. basket too. yeah, that's true. And then uh, Jason Alexander has to excuse himself as he goes to the greenhouse, and, and the old ladies are like, "He has opinions about the Four Seasons." Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, right. I think the Four Seasons feels about that line in this movie. I'm sure they're okay with it. I'm sure they don't even know this movie exists. Any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you see the old ladies talking and silently in the background you see Jason Alexander <laughs> fighting an orangutan. It's <laughs> great. But then... Uh, one of my favorite gags where like two people are complete like people are completely oblivious while something fucking ridiculous is happening in the background. Uh, but this calls for drastic measures. Security can't handle this ape. We need to call in an exterminator. 
An ape exterminator. An ape exterminator, played by Paul Rubens. Oh, Oh, let's just start with his outfit. (laughs) He looks grimy, and it's fantastic. Yeah. He's seen some shit. He's seen shit that'll turn you white. That's right. I was actually thinking, like, when the Ghostbusters go into the fancy hotel. (laughs) Like, uh, thank you for coming so quickly. (laughs) 100% inspired by that scene. Yeah. He he quickly uh, takes Pee-wee. Are you going to tell him about the turtle? Oh, let's say, <laughs> God damn it! The every scene with Paul Rubens is fucking hilarious. I'm just gonna have to... <laughs> <All right. laughs> and then when he goes to talk to the general manager and the owner, uh, Faye Dunaway, and like, where did the, where did he even come from? Well, when a daddy ape and a mommy ape love each other very much. <laughs> Like, no, how did he get into the hotel? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rubens is absolutely perfect in this. <laughs> yeah. But then he takes a shotgun with him into the greenhouse, because yeah. really that's how you exterminate an ape. There's one thing I learned from movies. <laughs> um, but he gets distracted, uh, like looking around for him, and Dunstan ties his shoelaces together. So, no, Dunstan no. doesn't tie his shoelaces together. Oh, that fucking so, kid. Yeah, yeah so right. the kid and Dunstan are going to play a trick on him. So Paul Rubens is walking around, shotgun ready, and Dunstan jumps from the side and starts hanging off the front of it. And Paul Rubens is like, all right, can you please get off my gun so I can just shoot you? <laughs> yeah. And Dunstan's just like, being super cute. Well, the kid ties Paul Rubens' shoes together. And then when Paul Rubens, uh, when Dunstan finally runs away, Paul Rubens goes to chase him. He falls down and goes, we're dealing with one smart ape. <laughs> That's right. How does the glass get broken? He shoots it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, so he fires the shotgun yeah. and shoots it oh, out. Oh, when he falls, he fires the shotgun. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we like trips or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he is still in there because then security has to gather outside. The kid comes out and is like, oh, he went that way. He went, go get him, get him. All right, guys, let's go. My dad just said he's in the ballroom. If you guys don't get down there, you're all fired. <laughs> you heard the fucking kid. Let's go. You heard the boss. Let's go. <laughs> you heard these kids who play pranks on us all the time. They certainly would never play a prank on us right now. Yeah. We all have walkie-talkies, so let's definitely not confirm this with the boss. <laughs> uh, but then we go see Dunstan, and there's a trail of blood. And I'm thinking, like, oh, Dunstan got cat. This is going to get dark real quick. <laughs> no, he apparently just cut his hand a little bit with glass. So then the kids do the only thing they can. Check him into the presidential suite under yeah. the name uh, Dr. Lambing Knock. <laughs> yeah. And then the and because the oldest brother is also a hacker. And yeah. so, by the way. So many hackers in this movie. I'm just going to put this out there. Jason Alexander, manager of this hotel. He's doing a shit job, or his employees are. He's allowing employees who work there to do a shit job if the most expensive room in the entire hotel is not booked during their largest event. Correct? That is also true. All right. And their, I guess, second largest suite is currently being occupied by him and his family for yeah. free. <laughs> and then their their third and fourth largest suite, one by a repeat customer who apparently just loves rolling around in diamonds and just got robbed. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one by Lord Rutledge, who's a con artist, who we're assuming he's never actually paid his bill. Yeah, there were even a couple times where they were like, oh, your payment didn't go through. It's like, oh, let me talk to my Swiss bank account and see if we can transfer the funds. Oh, we forgot to mention the other subplot of this. They all think Lord Rutledge is the guy who's going to give them the six star. Did oh, yeah. No, we so, didn't mention that. So yeah. Faye Dunaway's sucking up to uh, to Lord Rutledge, and he's being a total prick about everything. Yeah. Like, How is your champagne? Well, if I was going to bathe in it, it was the proper temperature. <laughs> How was your food? Well, somebody is definitely shedding more than a rat in a mongoose hat. I don't know. Yeah, so, unless one of your employees suffers from male pattern baldness or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, you know what? You don't need to stay here, sir. Especially since your credit card isn't clearing. Right? <laughs> this is where you send Steve up, who goes, I'm sorry, sir, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> Check out time, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> if you have a decision, if, if you have any arguments to make, you may file them with me right now. Any complaints? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you down there. What was that? 
Yeah. Uh, so then we start going to the crystal ball, uh, and Pee Wee comes back. I, I'm sorry. Pee Wee's name is Buck Lafarge. We find yeah, out. Yeah, Buck. So uh, Buck shows up with his uh, little hound dog. Yeah, at at the gala. Yes, at the gala because they got to find this ape. The kid gets. Oh, that's right. This is around the time Rutledge uh, finds out that uh dunston you know where dunston is and that the kids are like helping him or whatever and he's checked into the presidential suite or whatever the royal suite um and so he ties one of the kids to the uh the bathtub (laughs) that's true yeah the littlest one he ties him up duct tapes his mouth shut yeah oh he finds them because they've been ordering room service and they don't order there's a montage of them ordering everything with extra bananas yeah I don't even like bananas. <laughs> I simply loathe bananas. So Dunstan escapes. Lord Rutledge is down there. The exterminators down there brought a dog to the gala. Um, everybody's partying. The uh, the oldest brother is trying to hit on some supermodels who don't speak any English. And the youngest brother, who unties him? Yes, Dunstan unties yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they go down and because they're going to finally tell dad like yeah. what's going on. Also, at this point, where it's like you don't have to tell your dad what all's been going on. All you have to do is go. Lord Rutledge tied me up in the largest suite in the hotel, which he was probably going to have some weird sex thing with me. I would check oh, his shit. And he brought this monkey that he's been abusing. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? End of movie. Roll credits. Everybody goes home happy. Yeah. Eh. But no, the kid, yeah, but yeah, so they go down there, uh, Dunstan's running under all the tables, Lord Rutledge is trying to, uh, to catch him while being subtle and not notice, because he's also trying to hit on the chick with all the diamonds who got robbed <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of mayhem. Uh, the, Neil's poor owner would... Yeah, I think his name was Lance or something. He's, he's getting the brunt of everything. Oh, yeah, that poor guy. Oh, oh, everything. So uh, unlucky. And I remember there, there was something where somebody's like, oh, I can't believe somebody would wear fur here. Here, I have pictures of like how they actually this skin the animals. Yeah, so he's I'm like, who the fuck brings her. that to anything? Steve, if you have to ask, she's a member of PETA. <laughs> then who the fuck invited her to the crystal ball? Right. And so, yeah, yeah, Lance is like sitting next to her and is like, oh, this is terrible. Ugh, ugh. Meanwhile, Dunstan's, like, fondling her legs, and she slaps yeah. poor Lance and storms off. But then Lance has, looks down and sees Dunstan and yells, There's a monkey head in my lap! Monkey head in my lap! Monkey head! He just keeps screaming monkey head. <laughs> and monkey everybody's head, like, oh, that head, poor man. Head. He's gone insane. Right? And this is when Pee-wee starts slapping him. Yeah. <laughs> Why does everyone in this hotel insist on slapping me? So now Dunstan's running around. Everybody can see him. Uh, the dog's going nuts. The uh, Lord Rutledge is going nuts. Everybody's losing their fucking minds. Right. Jason Alexander's like, what the fuck is going on? Why are my kids saying that this rich guy is tying them up? <laughs> uh, but Faye Dunaway ends up landing in a cake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, Dunstan jumps up and like swinging on the chandelier. Right. And they're like, shoot him! Shoot him! That's right, she grabs the uh, the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, everybody ends up in the cake at some point, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, Lance or whoever gets tranked. Yes, because it turns falls out the shotgun's full of tranquilizers, yeah. not shot anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, as it turns out, turns out Lance was the... Uh, the hotel reviewer the whole time yeah yeah the owner whatever her name is she's like mm-hmm. Faye Dunaway yeah Faye Dunaway uh fires Jason Alexander mm-hmm. the reviewer comes up and basically said like I'm the worst experience I've ever had you know you're no longer a five-star hotel you're a one-star hotel and then passes out on top of her and drowns in the cake yep <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure they both died there that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why I yeah. assume it's going to They both happen. suffocated in cake. Pee Wee Herman is apologizing to Dunstan. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just the job. I, w- I didn't want to hurt you. Him, the dog, and the monkey are going to go drinking. Yeah, I'm pr- 99.9% sure. Yeah, Lord Rutledge is being arrested for being a pedophile, as he should be. <laughs> uh, but then Jason Alexander and the kids are just are you know they're talking about oh are we going to be okay living in a motel. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll be okay. As long as we have each other. You say that till it's a Motel 6. 
We'll just have to find a place where they allow pets. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Because they're going to, like, he's like, he can, Jason Alexander says, Johnson can stay with us for one night, but we have to send him to a place that can take care of him. We can't take care of a monkey. We don't know how to. So they're going to send him to the zoo. They're looking out the window while they're supposed to be packing up. It's (laughs) not the best zoo, but it's a good zoo. But then Mr. Uh, Debro, or Debro, whatever. Yeah. The, the male owner <laughs> comes in. He shows in. up with his secretary. Yeah. And is like, I'm getting rid of Mrs. Debrow. I'm taking over the company again. I want you to stay here. This is our best hotel. You're our best supervisor, Jason. Please come back. I'm sorry. I I just can't do that, Mr. Debrow. Why not? You got, uh, you oh, spend, he has to spend more time with it? his kids. Yeah, spend more time with the you family. something less and... time demanding. Yeah. Well... Luckily, we have uh, another option for you. Smash cut to the Bali Majestic. Yeah! So being the manager of just a different hotel is going to give him more time? Apparently. Yeah, apparently resorts don't require as much. There you Uh, go. We're going to go work for a resort, babe. Yeah, right? Yeah, we so we go to Bali and the kids are dressed in lavender, which is like okay. Everybody's dressed in lavender. <laughs> oh, was it everybody? Oh yeah, know. all three of them had lavender on. Oh, well, I thought you meant like the employees and everything oh, too. Yeah, no, but no, yeah, just yeah. The yeah, yeah. I guess all three of them are. You know, it's it's resort attire. We also uh, pan over to the trees to see Dunstan has a new family. Apparently, he got busy there in in the jungles of Bali. Yeah. Um, it was, and the reviewer Lance is there with that's Neil. Right. Yeah, Lance is there with Neil, just enjoying, soaking up the sun. And Jason Alexander's telling him how nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah, and thank you for giving giving us another chance, staying here, you know, complimentary with full access to the buffet, blah blah blah. And then Dunstan drops a coconut on his head, killing him. I assume because because roll, roll credits. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Dunstan Checks In. I'm not going to lie, I fucking love this movie. You know what? I I was really dreading watching this movie, I'm not going to lie. It's not that bad. I had remembered really liking it as a kid. We didn't own it, but the daycare where my mom worked had it. And I remembered really enjoying it, and I was hoping it would hold up. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> By the way, those ladies are still waiting in his Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean he went to Bali? It kind of cut back to them like three or four times throughout this whole thing. Like just like falling asleep and one of them's like drinking. Yeah, Yeah, that was kind of funny. (laughs) I don't want to talk bad about the Four Seasons, but holy shit! (laughs) Really has some opinions about it. Such a good scene. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have more beer. We do? We do. Fun facts! What? And what we learn from Dunstan Checks In. That'll be short. Yeah, that'll be real <laughs> Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first hey this is liz and this is heather and we are nerdy bitches podcast a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture from movies and tv to our regular book club and everything in between we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye 
We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. And we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure. Thanks to our amazing peers, listeners, and supporters. Last year, we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. Every single cent we raise goes to them. And they're also rated over 92% on CharityNavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference. and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. All the best. And we're back. Holy shit, Steve. Those were Holy the- shit! <laughs> Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Do you need a drink? I do. Ooh, I desperately here. need a drink. It's hot like the jungles of Bali in here. Woo! We have from Ale Industries an East Bay IPA. NorCal, hoppy, playful. And I just noticed it's got a Bart map on it for some reason. Oh. So if you're drinking on Bart, you can figure out where it's got all the uh, where where all the uh, transfers are. Oh, that's that's cool. <laughs> that is weirdly specific for this can. Oh yeah, East by IPA. This is the one that uh, Elevation sixty six uh, apparently coined first, but didn't fill out the paperwork or something. Yeah. So uh, they came to an agreement. They can only sell East Bay IPA in. In store, they can't... In Elevation 66? Yeah, they can't oh. sell it uh, via kegs, and then, yeah, these guys, they just can't won't carry these guys. Nice. Yes. At least they came to, like, an agreement. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pop this top. Ooh, apparently they put beard oil in it, if I'm reading this correctly. Oh, that's interesting. Well. This can is not making me want to open it. It's also got a pig head. Oh, it's a, a butcher tube? I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Ale Industries, please, please let us know. <laughs> yes, please give us a call and let us know what the fuck is going on with hit your cans. Up, hit us up on Twitter at... E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pop this top. Ooh. Oh, my top. Nice. And lipple. Yeah. Boom. This is a really nice light golden ale. Light golden ale. It's got a little hoppy haze. Yep, definitely uh, smells like hops. Smells like New World hops. A little dank. A little citrusy. Oh, yeah. It's it's got dankness on it, that's for sure. Simcoe? Yeah, maybe a little bit in there. Oh, yep, there's a little bit of cat pee on the back end. Oh, yeah, that's Simcoe. Yeah. All right, so yeah, a lot of Simcoe in this East Bay IPA. Dank. Almost sweaty. But, uh, oh, please don't. I won't finish this. Is it the beard oil? Is it the beard oil? I think it, I think it is. Uh, yeah, they must is it be. Is the beard oil or the uh, the roller skate I'm tasting? 
Mm, yeah, I say beard oil. Want to drink it, or is it the Bart that I'm tasting? Do I taste Bart in this beer? Bart in this That's beer. what it is. They distill Bart and put it. In oh beer. God! Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll finish that for you, babe. Literally, I take a sip, and now I want to vomit. <laughs> don't distill Bart. It, it's the new Bart cars. For those of you who don't know, Bart is our Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's our uh, our local train, and picture those movies of uh, New York in the seventies. <laughs> And that's Bart. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen the movie Taxi Driver? It tastes like that. No. Um, <laughs> no. Tastes like Charlton Heston in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> My God, what is in this beer? <laughs> Babe, you have to stop laughing at it or I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> this is the problem with this podcast. This will go on forever. So I'll never stop laughing and you'll never stop with the bit. How does it taste, babe? <laughs> All right. Dunstan checks in. Do you have any fun facts? Super fun facts? Because fun, fun facts. I do. Babe, any guesses what the Rotten Tomato score on this movie is? 97%. Close. 6%. How? Appa- is... Apparently the critics didn't care for it. This is better than a 6%. It movie. totally is. Yeah, this is... I mean, it's not a critic darling or anything, but, like, for a kid's film, yeah, this is... Yeah. You know, the... Uh, what average kids' movies get? Like, 30 or 40? Yeah. It, See, and that's a shame, because they're kids' movies. Like, not everything's yeah. going to be the goddamn lion. What do you think the audience score is? <gasps> 83. 39. Really? Yeah. That was a I thought, really too. really didn't like this movie, I guess. Yes, not. Uh, did you know... <laughs> Jason Alexander... Who went bald at age sixteen? Had to wear a toupee for this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, sixteen. Man. You know, I really want to interview Jason Alexander. I do like, too. More than a lot. I hear. I heard from a very confident source, <laughs> David Gould, <laughs> that he might be the nicest human being on the planet. I believe it. I believe it. Also, some of the interior New York hotel scenes were filmed in Los Angeles at the old Bullock's Wilshire Building, which is no longer open. Uh, others were also filmed at the Dorchester Hotel in London. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. That's really about all I got on this one, I'm not going to lie. Not a lot of fun facts, but... All uh, right. Fun fact. They um, used nine apes for filming. No, I have no idea. <laughs> nine apes were killed in the filming of this. No. Actually, yeah, uh, I feel like the ape had a pretty extensive IMDb page. <laughs> so, babe, what did we learn from Dunstan Checks In? I learned that turtles can get to be the size of a Volkswagen in yeah. sewers. Um, I learned an orangutan is Pongo Pygmalius. <laughs> I learned that apparently all hotels have man-sized air vents. <laughs> right? Not, not just the uh, Nakatomi building in Die Hard? <laughs> yeah. I learned Dunstan uh, apparently slept with those guys' dad. Yeah. That's how we got to stay in the presidential suite. You got to sleep with the GM. Exactly. <laughs> I I also learned that apparently tying a kid up and putting him in the bathtub, not as bad as trying to kill a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. One of those would put you in jail, that's for sure. Um. <laughs> but only one. Yeah. Yeah. I also learned where orangutans come from. Bali? When a daddy ape and a mommy ape <laughs> love each other very much. It's true! <laughs> but babe, thank you for watching this movie with me. No, thank you for watching this movie with me, Steve. Your pleasure was all mine. And everybody out there listening, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you guys. Babe, what do we have to promote? Oh, so if you were looking for maybe some kind of uh, fun, fun little gifts, Mother's Day's coming, Father's Day's coming... A bunch of birthdays are coming up because, you know, people like to fuck in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? Exactly. Uh, you can find all sorts of fun gifts, enamel pins, over at uh, untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. You can also find a lot of great gifts at frankieandmurr.com. And yeah. if you want to use the code untidy, that's U-N-T-I-D-Y, 
uh, you get 15% off and I think free shipping over 35 bucks. Free sh- everybody right? gets free shipping over $35 and you can get the 15% off on top of it with the co- promo code on tidy. Uh, Frankie Murr does aromatherapy made fun. Their number one seller is the spray the bitch away, yeah. which on top of having a super funny name is a great spray for a uh, female hormonal frustration, such as PMS and menopause. Yeah. That'd be great for a mother's day gift. You know, depending on if your mom has good sense of humor, I gave some actually to Steve's mom for Christmas, and she thought oh. it was the funniest fucking thing she'd gotten in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Along with a bar of some dirty cock soap from Fifty Farm <laughs> Girl Soap Works. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If uh, your mom, say, maybe doesn't have as good a sense of humor, or another person in your life, the uh, Purple People Pleaser is just lavender, and it smells fantastic. There's yeah. all kinds of fun things. If you're just, you have somebody who just doesn't like those kinds of scents, there the smell razor is a coffee and vanilla spray. It smells fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. I think I even smelled that one. It sounds great. Ooh, have I not had you smell the smell razor? I guess not. Ooh, it's really good. It's uh it's coffee and benzoin, which is a resin that some people think smells kind of smoky and some people think smells vanilla-y. So some huh. people get like a latte off of smell razor and then other people get like dark kind of like tobacco-y. Huh. Interesting. Either way, it's delightful. And I can still get that for 15% off as Absolutely. Well, right? But only if I use the special code untidy? Absolutely. Yeah, good to know. They also have roll-ons and stuff for diffusers. In fact, I dare say this is an offer you could diffuse. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> Thanks, Luis. I stole that. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jason and Alexander, you guys also have Serenity Now! We do have Serenity Now! And that one's actually really good. I it like is. It. Good for calming the nerves. Mm-hmm. That and the road rage reducer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just check them out. Again, frankieandmurr.com. That's mur M-Y-R-R-H, like the yeah. herb? It's a resin. Resin? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's biblical. It's like frankincense and like myrrh. frankincense and myrrh. If it's good enough for baby Jesus, it's good enough for you, Steve. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Speaking of good enough for us, you can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Keep up on when our next live show is going to be. Uh, we'll let you know as soon as we know. Yeah, um, you guys will be second to know. <laughs> and of course, just thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Absolutely. Uh, check We're out still on Podcoin. Pod- Podcoin, Podbean, run all the podcatchers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Promo's done. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is. Everything Everything I learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Holy shit!